Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Um, I'm doing a pre-intro to this one because this is a podcast we recorded at the Nebraska Deer and Game Expo in Lincoln, Nebraska. This was awesome. Great people that host that show. The show was a great turnout, uh, considering the circumstances, COVID, all the bullshit. Um, but we had a lot of fun. It felt good to be back at shows and interacting with listeners and just people in general. And kind of, it helps us get our name out and interact with people. And it's just a good time, you know, anytime you're around like-minded people and hunters and seeing friends and all that stuff. So huge shout out to Chris and everybody who runs the Nebraska Deer and Game Expo. We will be back next year. Um, we are going to expand our booth. That'll be the first year that we've, we're going a little bigger. We're going to do some new things. Um, so hope to see you out there, come out, support everyone, support the businesses that are part of that show. Um, so, and if you did show up the thank you, thank you so much for coming. This one we recorded, this is the only podcast we actually recorded at the show. Um, because the mass thing, it wasn't the show that was being weird about it. It was like the health department and stuff. And we didn't wear our mask during this podcast and we were getting people were taking pictures of us because uh, we weren't doing it. The health people, which it's not the show's part, but what are you going to do? So we recorded another one uh, that will be out next week with the Whitetail Adrenaline crew uh, at their Airbnb. So uh, we wanted to crank out more, but just because of circumstance, we had to be respectful. Um, we're just happy to even have the show there. So big shout out to everybody that came out. Uh, so. This one was a lot of fun. Check the show out next year uh, in January, mid-January. Um, also, we have the Iowa Deer Classic first week in March coming up, and we will also be at Columbus, Ohio later in March, and then we'll be in Wisconsin Dells. They moved the Wisconsin show from Madison to Wisconsin Dells. Um, we will be there. Um, both those shows, Ohio and Wisconsin Dells, we will be with Prairie Storm Outfitting, our good friends from there. So our booths will be right next to each other. We're going to try and podcast and have a good time, and we just want to have some fun. It's, and we're tired of being cooped up. So come out and see us. Um, quickly, the podcast, uh, normally Doug does the veteran shout-out, but he's not here for this because we recorded this one in Nebraska, so I'm doing the intro by myself. But the veteran shout-out is brought to you by HHA USA. Um, check them out at hhausa.org. Um, it's basically they show appreciation to create a community for veterans and active military through archery and the outdoors. So getting them involved, getting them together, having a good time. Um, and just, they support our veterans and they're supporting our veteran shout out, which how can you not <laughs> be in love with any of that? So they do bow shoots all over Wisconsin and they're wanting to expand and get out. And we're, we're proud to be a part of that and help grow and, and get the name out there. We're going to be attending one of their shoots this summer and we'll promote that date when we figure out which one we're going to do. Um, but quick, the podcast is, also ties into that is presented by as a title sponsor, HHA sports, single pin sites. We all know them. We love them. Uh, obviously support our veterans. They, they, they give you a lifetime warranty with that. So if you have a site and you drop it out of your tree stand and it breaks, which 
I doubt it would break, but if it does, it's covered. So it's kind of a buy once, cry once, and they provided a code at WCB15 to save yourself some money. Um, also, the podcast is brought to you by these other great partners, uh, Scent Crusher, Loopold Optics, Thermoseat, Victory Archery, Gator Outdoors, Elite Archery, Rogue Ridge E-Bikes, The Grind Turkey Decoys, Big Time, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Super proud to work with all these high-end, high-class companies. High-class because they support the working class. And I got my pinky out while I'm sipping a beer right now, if you know what I mean. So, shout-out to them, and shout-out to you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy this one, and stay tuned for more. We appreciate you. Run, run, run. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. All right, we are in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, at the Deer and Game Expo, which is pretty awesome to be back. And we brought bad weather with us once again, which is uh, not really awesome, a little unfortunate, but we're here. We powered through. It's a tradition. It is a tradition now. How many years do you have to do something consecutively before it becomes a tradition? Two, I think. Two sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> That's a tradition. Three yeah. is a streak. Yeah, three, it's a streak. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Three is a streak. Um, you got to respect the streak. Doug and Eric got here last night with the trailer, and I'm super thankful that that happened because they beat the weather. And then we drove in today with no trailer, thankfully. Oh. And it took them two and a half hours longer than it should have. It flipped, was sketchy. Flipped over semis on 80. I mean, watched the truck hit a bus. That I mean, was cool. It was, well, yeah. it, was a, it was a Honda Ridgeline. So right. I, mean, I don't know if it was a truck. <laughs> but, but a crossover. Something that looked like a truck. By default, smacks a bus. As right. Hondas, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that Ross had such a hatred for Honda Pilots until we got in the truck. It was an accident. I had I f- forgot altogether that Austin had a. I drive a I drive a Honda Pilot, and Ross is just shitting all over Honda Pilots. I'm like, huh? He doesn't. Your, your, your wife drives. His wife, yeah, his wife drives. Well, I drive it half the time. The Lord Chandler never gets caught in a Honda Pilot without his wife. <laughs> without his wife. <laughs> but anyway, we're here at the Nebraska Show. Uh, Mr. Nebraska native Clay Thurman, Thurman Merman. Is here on the podcast. Buck Collector Clay, right? You got it. You got it. I was joking. I put it on there. No, then it flipped over. And nobody could laugh. Oh, really? <laughs> well, perfect. Well, you're here. Thanks for coming back. Um, you know, you don't have to come very far, but uh, in my when I was coming this direction, I had zero bad weather. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> you I had all of it. It was just on Interstate 80. Just Interstate. Well, the 80. thing is, we technically didn't bring the storm here because we drove into it. Yeah. So. It was just waiting on us. It, it was kind of just in between point A and point B. We just had to kind of yeah, work our way through it. It kind of summoned from thin air once Doug and Eric got here and then worked our way. So we anyway. made it. We made it. But yeah, We're safe. What's up, Clay? Nothing. Just be careful if you're going to. Get gonna, that thing a little closer to your mouth there. If you're going to correct people from Nebraska when they say Illinois, right? Just Did be I say careful. Nebraska? No, no, no. You had. You, you, they'll say Nebraska back to you. Is, are we in Nebraska now? Because the S is silent in Illinois. So if you correct them, I learned that being a transplant. Mm, I like they don't Nebraca. like being corrected. They like saying Illinois. And I, I think, okay, I guess we are in Nebraska. Well, that's wrong. All right. Don't <laughs> bitch about us having bigger deer then if you can't say our state's name. <laughs> it's so much better place to hunt in Illinois. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Well, I don't think we should sell non-resident tags to people who can't say Illinois. Solid. You know what I mean? Like, you have to pass, like, a questionnaire oh, when yeah. you go to buy your non-resident tags. Definitely. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Uh, that, we know this. <laughs> that brings up an interesting point about Illinois versus Nebraska. Uh-huh. Nebraska's big deer potential is unlimited. Right. The problem is our management. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we've got uh, a nine-day-long rifle season. A 30-day-long muzzleloader season, and the rifle season is directly in the center of the rut. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, I yeah. think it's the Saturday. It starts the Saturday closest to the 15th of November and runs for nine days. And they're thinking about giving the re- uh, landowners an extra three days in advance of the season. For, oh, really? Rifle. And it's a two buck. Now, I don't want them to take away my two archery buck. With two buck with, oh, so you get a, like a two bucks as in. Two bucks. You can with, buy with a, two buck tags. Just like kind. Illinois. Can you t- kill two with a gun? Yes. Okay. And you can kill two of the bow? That's correct. Yeah. But you can't do both. I mean, you could kill one with a gun, and it's two total. Yeah, just like uh, Illinois. Two total, just like Illinois. Just okay. like Illinois. You, can, you can't kill two with a rifle. Right. And, and one of the weirdest things is it's like they don't want your money. Because in Illinois, you can buy as many different kinds of buck tags as you like, correct? Exactly. Yeah. You can only Create kill two bucks. Create that revenue for right. the state. Right. These guys, if I buy... Uh, two bow tags because I, I tag out on my first day of the season and I want to keep keep hunting for a second mule deer and let's say I don't fill it. Well, then let's say I want to turn around and muzzleloader hunt. I yeah. can't. Your limit, mm. you can only buy the tag that you're going to hunt on. You can't buy right. four tags and hunt on two of them. That's right. Huh. Yeah. So unless you're, unless you're just very confident you can kill two with a bow and you don't even buy gun tags. Well, you can buy a statewide buck for your second tag. But that doesn't include the mule deer in the conservation areas, which is where you hunt for mule deer anyway. It's getting confusing already. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's okay. terrible. Well, we've got to be careful here. So we just did a podcast about hunting in Michigan, and we did a whole breakdown on <laughs> how we think Michigan could have higher potential if they fix some things with their seasons and whatnot. And we're not really getting hate for it, but a lot of people are like, well, you guys are all talking from an outside perspective. But we did have a guest on from Michigan. Insider, baby. See, that's the thing here. So it's funny, though, because... I felt like Illinois' gun seasons are kind of bad, but they're really not. They're pretty can, good. Yeah, we're, they're we're pretty good. pretty limited compared to other neighboring states yeah, when you look at we are. it. Yeah. So the more that we talk about gun seasons and, like, how different seasons are set up in different states, I'm more appreciative of how Illinois is set up. Yep. You know? Shotgun. Even if it was straight yeah. wall cartridge, right? Yeah. That's, well, let's not do that, though. I, I know, but yeah. uh, the issue, if, if Nebraska, back to the original point, if Nebraska would just change the way – just their two buck. And I'll, now, I'm all for two species, right? right. If, if you want to go shoot a mule deer in western Nebraska, and then you want to come shoot a whitetail in eastern Nebraska or western, wherever, that's fine. But yeah. one buck. Because yeah. it's a slaughter. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not Pennsylvania, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's a slaughter. Now, do I like Nebraska? I freaking love Nebraska. Illinois is a, is a crap hole of a state. Well, even though it has big deer. As far as government is concerned. Right. Yes. And, I mean, I grew up there, so I, I can say that. It's not like I'm somebody yeah. from Nebraska. Well, we, would, we wouldn't disagree with you whether being from there or not. Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly. But we're pretty fortunate to be able to shoot two bucks. Yeah. I mean, 100%. if we got cut down to one, I mean, that'd be that'd be rough. So we're... we just do things a little different. Right. But for the better, really. I say they do it cycles of five years in Illinois. Cool. I kind of I kind of am hopeful that we kind of adopt... Iowa's standards as far as the the deer hunting with the gun hunting, the bow hunting, the I like their, their Iowa's awesome. tough, boy. I like the way they're <laughs> I, I like seeing the non-residents limited a little bit more when it comes to like drawing Point a non-resident system. tag. Yeah. Now, now I think Iowa's kind of on the extreme side of things where it takes 3, 4, 5 years to get a non-resident yeah. archery tag like maybe make it an every other year thing. Even yeah. if you're in on a yeah. landowner stuff, yeah. like if you live out of state, you still have to draw for your right. stuff, for I think. Iowa. Every yep, other year do. would be cool for Illinois. But I, that's what I'd like to see an every other year type draw for a non-resident. And yeah. I'm an outfitter and I'm still saying this. I think it'd be I think it'd be cool. Right. But what so in Nebraska, can we come out and hunt mule deer in any area in the state, or is there certain spots that you have to have uh, a point? You could hunt mule deer with a bow any area in the state. Every, any area, really. Yeah, that's correct. There are, uh, uh, ma- uh, I don't know the terminology, mule deer management units, basically. Right, right. And I think there's two or three of them, uh, and, and the one that I hunt in is the Frenchman. So if you wanted a rifle tag, as a resident, you're guarantee. I, I will probably guarantee that you'll get a tag at least every two years and probably every year. Mm-hmm. But if you continue to apply, there will be a year where you don't get one. Gotcha. And you'll go, well, what the heck? Yeah. It's, it's not sti- 100%. It's not, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and then they're really decent to their out-of-state rifle guys, too, which it's a little. You're not a fan of that. Well, here I am wanting my cake and eating it, too, right? Right, of course. I'm, I'm so stingy, to apply, right? Though. I'm so stingy. Yeah. Somebody was talking about, I don't know. I'll get off. No, that. let's get into it. What's I up? just hate, I just, 
I don't know. I'm selfish, I guess. When when the like the public hunting stuff yeah. gets real big advertised. Yeah, yeah. Like well, I a, look down hot, at my shoes and I kick rocks, you know it's what a I hot mean? Trend like, right now. Yeah, it's a hot trend. And I love then again, they say, Well you hypocrite, you don't want more hunters, you don't want the Well yeah, I want more hunters and I yeah. just it, don't want them right here. Right. <laughs> what about the world? And I know that I'm wrong when I say that stuff. Yeah, it's but just, I'm with you though on that because I'm the same way. Like, yeah, I want more hunters and stuff, but you guys are damn making it hard to get permission to hunt any ground in Illinois. Yeah. yeah. That's Ohio. tough. Ohio. For. Yeah, go to Ohio. <laughs> um, with the new state where we're going to start um, shitting all over is Wisconsin. Um, I Wisconsin, like I heard, has got some really, 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 really big bucks and excellent public hunting and cheap uh, out-of-state tags. I've heard that they're cheap. I just heard that tonight, actually. Yeah. They've um, got the best hunting lodges, like, Oh, they got great beer. Wine and Kugels is up there. Yeah. How can you go um, wrong? You can hunt with rifles there. Cheese they know how they to make an old-fashioned up there. It's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a slam dunk. We have a guy from Wisconsin at the booth right now. Keller so. George. <laughs> He's just up, ready brother? to punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I promised him I said Wisconsin's the new Ohio on the show. So we got you at least got 20 episodes of plug-in Wisconsin. Well, it's either Wisconsin or Ohio. Either one's really, really good. I Better do, than Illinois yeah. for sure. Yeah, the only thing that sucks about both those states is they're not touching. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I killed a doe in Wisconsin. Did you, you really? Guys, yeah. Like 2008 or something. 2007? Really? No. Uh, 2000, yeah, 2007. Since, since we're kind of like, we're being sarcastic but serious all at the same time, it's strange what we're doing. I like uh, it. But I love it too, you know. Um, how did your, as being a resident in Nebraska, how did your previous, well, I guess it just probably just ended, right, your season in Nebraska? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> ended a little tough for me this year. I was out. I, I I ended up picking up a muzzleloader mm-hmm. because I was running out of time. And I and my whitetail hunting in Nebraska is I'm not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Much different than Illinois. Well, hunting. it's a it's a it's a land issue, right? You you have to get the the property, and it's few and far between. And I was starting to get on some mid one forties, one fifties deer yeah. the week before rifle season, mm-hmm. and then. I have to leave one of my best properties. I have to leave it during rifle season because another guy's got permission. Right. One of the political permission deals. Well, no, it's not so bad. Like, I don't mind. The landowners are great. It's just this guy had permission there before me, and he likes to rifle Fair. hunt. It's a gentleman's deal. Yeah. So uh, I just got to wait, and eventually he got drunk and shot one off the road. and You know, that, that all happened. Then right? you're back in. Well, yeah, that, all, that did happen this year, and somebody pulled up next to him and was like, uh... <laughs> he's like, I got permission here. Did you have permission off the road? You know, <laughs> probably not likely. Yeah. What was his name? Do we know him by any chance? No, we you don't call him out. <laughs> I ain't doing that. This is the show for that, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and in careers, left and right, baby. Let's do this. He, uh, Social media influencers. I, I would have liked to have been able to have four more days on that property because I think I could have shot. And I killed a, a good whitetail in Nebraska last year. But I wanted I wanted to kill something that was yeah worthy of hanging like. on a wall. You Wisconsin like Wisconsin like right Ohio yeah. God Ohio, Ohio just destroyed Ohio. it this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, Wisconsin is probably second place. But yeah, like you wanted to kill a Wisconsin type buck. <laughs> I wanted to kill a good one, and I I'm getting there. But maybe I said this year was my whitetail year, and I was all ready to kill a, a whitetail doe with a spear this year in Nebraska. <laughs> For real? Oh yeah, like I made the spear. Like, I, I grinded it out. And, yeah. Like, You're like that dude that wears that big Bowie knife on his hip with the long blonde hair. What, what's that guy's name? Oh. Buck. I, yeah. I see him at ATA show, and I'm just yeah. like, I want to know what this dude does like on the, a daily basis. The, the, hip, the hip boots on or the whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I can't think of this. Tim Wells' buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. Wells' brother? Yeah. Yeah, what's his name? No, I don't know. I just want to, like, see a day in the life blood. of that guy. Fucking badass. Double lunger, that guy. Is that what he said? I don't Double know. Double lung. Shit. <laughs> 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 That's what he says. Yeah, I'd like to meet that guy just to see. What Sounds he's like. French. Clay, like tell it. us, tell us real quick. I want to hear the story about um, running into some guys that were glassing some ground that you had to hunt, and uh, you had shot a buck. Yeah, and and you ran into him, and you were just okay. Like, you were friendly, and so that was my that was my beginning. <laughs> friendly. Well, <laughs> you have a choice to make when you see people glassing property that you have permission to hunt on. Right. Right. And. I've I've asked myself, has there ever been a time when I was a jerk and it improved my situation? And the answer is no. You calculated there. It doesn't mean I was always smart enough to not be a jerk. 
right? right. We've yeah. all been stupid. Human nature, yeah. of course. But I see people glassing the ground. I got permission on them. Like, oh, all right. And it didn't take me very long. And I was like, well, let's make contact. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ground. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're going to make contact at this point. Yeah, I, I don't, and, and I don't want to mess with them, and I, they probably don't want to mess with me. And I was visiting with them a little bit, and uh, they're doe-killing machines. So they, I, I started visiting a little bit, and it was kind of like that. I don't know. Like if it was a dating scenario, like I liked her, she liked me, but we didn't spend enough time talking, and then we went separate directions. Yeah. Well, it was just the one-mile section. So then when we come around, we stop and we're like, I need to talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. everybody gets out of the car and we start sharing information. And these guys, they can't wait to tell me about this deer. Uh, there's a deer who's uh, in, in one of the places that I hunt and they don't have permission in that section. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were like, do you know how to get in there? And I was like, yeah, but will you just please... Not ask permission to get in there. Like, yeah, it's mine. Come on, man. Yeah, that's fair. I'll leave you guys alone over there. Yeah. And then I started pointing them towards deer and doing some other stuff. And they were really cool. But then they started telling me about this giant deer. I don't know about giant. He was a solid 175. We're, like, well, he's like not Cody Robbins. Muley. Yeah. yeah, good deer. So I was visiting with him after I, I put a stock on that deer and I didn't get to him. And I was visiting with him, and I finally figured out that uh, I had blown this deer up, and I went over to the I went over to the road, and then we met again, and I was texting. You know, it was like they were just decent from start to finish. So when we started visiting, all of a sudden, two more got out of the car, and I was like, "Oh, there's four of you." <laughs> it just keeps like, coming. Oh, all right, yeah. And yeah. then pretty soon they pulled up. Another truck like pulls up, and I'm like, "Who's this?" And they're like, "Oh, that's that's Wes or, or whatever the guy's name was." Right. You know? And I was like, "Oh, okay." And two guys get out of the car, and I'm like, "Oh, there's two more, this whole tribe." And then a, another dude gets out. I'm like, "I said, how many of you are there?" And they're all from Iowa, and I, I jokingly say that it was like an Norwegian clown car. They just start getting out of the car, and they don't stop. You know, don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. Right. All of a sudden, bows will sprout of them, and they'll just start launching yeah, arrows yeah. and kill does. They were right? all from Iowa? There was eight of them, dude. They were all from Iowa. They'd killed nine does already, which she was. They're killers, right. and the landowner liked that. So yeah. good on them. So I'm visiting with them, and they're really nice. And I was kind of kicking rocks talking about a deer that I had hit on September 3rd. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, November 3rd. Right. So, and I had been back to try and find this deer several times, and no no joy, of course. So I tell him, and I describe this deer, and, and if you've seen pictures of him. He's got the big flyer off the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about? Yep. yep. So uh, I, I was kind of a spoiler. Obviously, they find this deer for me. An hour later, they text me, and they say, is this the deer? And I, I almost died. Like, straight heart attack, because I hadn't seen that deer since he disappeared mm-hmm. at full speed 600 yards away yeah. after I'd put an arrow through him. Yeah. So, yeah. he had died that day, but I had pressed, I pressed him because it was hot and because of where we were. I right. pressed him, and he went 1.2 miles. Oh, Damn. yeah. So Hit him far back? or It was uh, high. It was lots of liver. Yeah. Lots of liver. So, high and quartering two. Lots of liver. When I, I could see when he was running away, the exit wound was just black. Well, you know he's done at this point. He's just he's gonna die, but it's just right. Not a fun recovery. I actually yet. think when I went back two weeks later to to look again, that I remember seeing crows where they found him. But I was like, Psh, he won't be over there. Right. I mean, that's yep, that's right. a mile and a half away. Crazy, a mile and a half away. They are, yeah, they are resilient animals. Yeah, so no kidding. Uh, I owe those guys a ton of thanks. It's they not, can talk to them. Well, it's not something you would you wouldn't do or you wouldn't do. Yeah, we we would all help someone if if we found yeah. their deer for oh, them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, y- you might be a little bit less happy to help them if they were like, "What are you doing, glassing my property? It yeah. ain't your property." Yeah, you right. didn't cross I mean, them up right off the yeah, bat. They'd so be like, they were, "Screw this guy! I'm gonna let that deer." Sit yeah, there. <laughs> and I've got I've got friends that. Maybe I'll meet out there next year. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. help each other another way. That's a good point. Maybe I'll find a deer for that. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's a story to be taken away there. It, and that's the original. Th- if you can think of a time where being a jerk improved your situation, 
then good on you, I guess. Yeah. Because I can't think of one where it actually improved mine. It might have made me feel better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a little different the further – I'm not, like, defending against what you're saying at all, but I feel like people get nicer about hunting and hunting areas the further west you go. I feel like in Illinois, I don't know if it's just because people are so boxed in. On, I got permission on this private. I got a lease, you know. Right. And then they get a little weirder at something like that. Like, if – if we were, I'm not saying any of us would do this, but example, like if I was glassing a 160 in Ross's hayfield, and he sees me and he rolls up, what the hell are you doing? You're just you're, you're gonna, gonna have a problem. Up all the, it's a little different. <laughs> it's I because feel. of the size. It's the size, yeah. It's right. A property it's because size. of the property sizes. A 160, a whitetail will move off of a 160. And, yeah, and you'll exactly. never see him again. Yeah. Right. So uh, a mule deer. You can watch him run on the property that you're hunting. Yeah. If you get on that, that's a that's an old that's a trick that I use mm-hmm. is to bust bust deer from a high from a vantage point and just watch where they go. Right, right. And if he never left that canyon over there, then you know where he's at. Yeah, nobody that, else. Does. That's also my defense, like kind of what we're talking about now, and why like guys, I, I get public hunting is harder in certain spots than private hunting. But, like, you also have the skill set if you only have 40 acres, not to bump a deer off 40 acres, a mature deer off 40 acres. Whereas I feel like in these big tracks of public, a lot of guys aren't as concerned bumping a deer because they can just find them and get on them again a little easier than you can if he leaves this 40-acre square that you can or cannot leave depending on on the circumstance. That, and if you bump a whitetail, you don't see where he's gone. They just disappear in the mist. there's not a big open range that they can... Run right? around on. They're yeah. just two totally different animals. You're, I mean, you're lucky to have totally seen different. him during the daylight anyway. Yeah. yeah. They're just not the same, like right. what Ross is saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's a good, I mean, I, we would agree from my experience. I feel like, I, I don't know. I guess I haven't really had a ton of bad experiences I agree, at home. But. I agree. I also think that there's a much higher likelihood of getting shot. By a crossbow. By a landowner. <laughs> a double barrel crossbow. <laughs> by, by a landowner, meaning. Airbows are the worst. Excalibur. <laughs> so, uh, Lane Ferris is a friend of mine from Colorado. Uh, was, uh, I'm friends with his father, Danny. Uh, they've got the uh, Predator, Ultimate Predator decoys. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And Lane calls me, and it's funny, he sounds just like his dad, but I, I won't get into that. I'm getting ready to derail myself. Lane was door knocking in western Nebraska, and he's got Colorado plates on. Mm hmm. And this dude comes out of his house hot, just hollering, man. Oh, take just because he was there. Take your sorry Colorado back to blah, blah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just being real nasty. And Lane said he really did. Like, he thought he was going to have to dodge some hot shit. You no know, shit. Because the guy was really coming in hot. And Lane's not a small guy. He's a football player. Yeah. But he was like, I'm a Republican. I'm a Republican. I no. swear to God. The guy goes, What? <laughs> it's a smart says, play. I'm a Republican, and the guy turns around and he goes, he goes, well, why oh, didn't you well, say so? What, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just trying to, just trying to shoot a, a mule deer, and then that guy ended up giving him like, oh. five thousand acres to hunt. You know, no, <laughs> I'm a Republican. That's yeah. A, yeah, I just peeled the coexist bumper sticker <laughs> off my Yusuzu. I swear. If anybody's going to start drive a conversation, the Honda Pilot out there. Yeah, yeah. Just, just start the conversation with I'm a Republican. It's my wife's car, not a Democrat shirt. It's knock, not knock, mine. Knock. It's economical. She drives it to work. It's thirty six <laughs> miles to the gallon. Blow <laughs> payments. So, so that deer that they helped me find, <laughs> so stupid, ended up going one sixty five ish. And that was the biggest deer that I killed this year. Um, and what stinks is Austin and I are in this uh, bow hunting league, and we're on a team with Damien, and they didn't count that deer because I didn't find him for 60 days. Late recovery. Um, which I get. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to encourage that. I didn't that. read into that black and white. Did they have a recovery period? Like mm-hmm. if you, what 48 is hours. 48 hours. Okay. Yep. 48 hours. So I didn't I didn't recover the deer in 48 hours, so it didn't count towards us. The funny thing is, the whitetail that I killed in Illinois, there's a 20-inch penalty for the mule deer. So my whitetail was 145-ish. So the same deer. So it was the same. It, it's yeah. not like our team suffered because yeah. of it, but my, my ego suffered a little bit. Like I, a 20-inch I'm, I'm penalty for mule deer. It, they, they give you the, the same penalties. The are worth 20 points less Oh, gotcha. because they naturally score higher. Right, it, okay. they, and they just go by uh, Boone and Crockett. You that know, coos deer get plus, and yeah. so do black tails. Oh, that, that makes sense, I guess. Um, 
So you could kill as many deer as you could. So if you wanted to go across the country, kill a coos deer, kill a Nebraska muley, kill a Nebraska whitetail. Your biggest kill. one counts. And then oh, have your a, biggest one counts. Your bi- yeah, you can't. I, that's what, For the that's, team. That's what I misunderstood. I thought it was like a total accumulation of points. Well, it's, it's not. It's your biggest whitetail. But they have like a king of tines uh, tournament within this whitetail tournament. So it's whoever accumulates the most inches gets this king of tines And award. in this tournament, how do they judge like that your score is accurate? They've got like six or eight people that aren't stupid, I think. That just kind of that's my guess is that they they've got some official scores you in the score background. Them. You score, you them. score them. It's all in your honor. That's what's so neat about this thing. Right, they've right. really struck something cool because, let's say Cole for example. Yeah, Cole Young, ninety-four inches or Big. whatever it was. Let's yeah. just call it giant. Yeah, or Ross. They entered their deer. If there's a question, the people who are legit will say. Yeah, sure. You need some more pictures because that's on their thing. They say we can request more pictures. Well, yeah, maybe so their picture means show us a measurement of the G two on his with left the tape side or whatever on it. Yeah, yeah, you know that, and and it's not to prove you wrong. I wonder, to, did you guys have to, to take a picture innocent. of your score sheet to it? Yep, that makes okay. That makes you a lot can, more well, sense. you can write it down on a bar napkin. They don't right. care. That's how that's laid back and fun this is. Right. That's cool. That's what I did. <laughs> you hit on a napkin? <laughs> well, an envelope or whatever I had laying around at the time. Something to write on. Greasy yeah. Casey's napkin. I'm a hillbilly. I don't remember what it was. That's funny. I think that mine might have been a, a Casey's pizza slice thing. <laughs> on the, on no the triangle? Joke. The back of the yeah. cardboard? It was greasy on the other side and I had to get my pan all dry. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, why would you not do that? That's the well, closest thing in your truck. I had real. 15 of them in my truck. <laughs> right they know you're for real. The passenger's floorboard. It's a good call. Yeah, you're not a true Midwestern if you don't have at least five Casey's Pizza triangles and oh, yeah. floorboards. True that. That's a down part to Wisconsin. I don't think they have Casey's Pizza. They have some liberal gas station up there. That, I don't know. That sells like. Do I know what it's called? Sells their anti-hunting beer, um, Spotted Cow, I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, too. Um, well, cool, man. That's an interesting story. That was a cool, uh, there's a lesson in that um, non-resident run-in story you had. It's kind of cool. So what else, yeah. quick, before we close out this quick oh my banger God. of a trade show podcast? You're killing me. i got so much to say. Well, we've got, <laughs> got it all. What you want to hear? <laughs> uh, well, I, this year I I killed an antelope, my first antelope this year. That was fun. Um, was, that a, was that a Nebraska antelope? Yeah, that yeah. was Western Nebraska. It took me six years to draw that tag. No Very kidding. cool. Archery? No, it was uh, black powder. Very cool. I, I, I wanted to go archery, but I just I didn't end up having time. Some tragedy happened back home with a friend, and uh, I ended up going this way. And when I got there, weird things happened. Like, I wasn't finding ground, and I just got back from that funeral thing. And it was just, you know, you're in a pretty weird place. And I, I look up at this ranch, and I see this really nice buck with, like, 25 does. And I said, well, that's cool. I wonder I wonder who owns that. And I look to my left, and there's a sign, and it says who owns it. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. It's like so-and-so ranch. You know, that's oh, great. That was like a program you signed up through yeah. Onyx. Had their phone to. number on, underneath of it. <laughs> well, here's, Please come and hunt this piece. Facebook tag. Well, it had his name and her name. It was like, you know, Jimmy and Jody Anderson or whatever the name was. Yeah. Don't. Don't search Jimmy and Jody Anderson, everybody out there. <laughs> that's not, not it. That's not it. Yeah, that's, that ain't going to work. Yeah, that, that's Just not like it. Wes wasn't the dude who got out of the truck. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever. Uh, anyway, they, I looked and I searched. And, of course, if you're going to stalk someone and try and find out who they are, you go on Facebook and then you search their wife's name because she's yeah. more likely to have Facebook. Yep. Boom. Pops up right away with a picture of that sign like as the <laughs> Facebook logo. Oh, I'm that's like, easy to link I'm up. like, write one. And then it said two mutual friends. So I called, I looked at who the mutual friends were, and it was my cousin Daphne. Mm-hmm. I called Daphne and said, hey, Daph, you, you know this lady? And she's like, yeah, I drink beer with her every year at, at no this kidding. cattle sale. And I'm like, well, does she really know you? And she goes, yeah. I went up, dropped a name. They were so nice. They let me go shoot this uh, antelope. No kidding. And I, I don't get, uh, I'm not a crier generally when I shoot a deer. Austin's a crier. I cry a lot. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crier if it's a big enough deer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Austin cried because he's a bit of a crier. <laughs> just what he does, he's passionate. Yeah. You know? But, uh, I, so I shot that uh, antelope, and 
as I was walking. Oh yeah, as I walked down, as I was walking back to the cried over an antelope. Just because, man, it was kidding. I'm kidding. Crying over the the guardian angel stuff. I'm kidding. You know, like from the tragedy that just happened. Yeah, yeah, and. It was it was quite a thing walking back. To kind the of truck. a sign, a little bit. All the stars all. lined up for you, man. Yeah, yeah, I got three flat tires on that trip, <laughs> and I had Jeez. three spare tires with me. No kidding. Weird, weird shit. Two is. So, I mean, I once in a while think to pack two, but never three. Spare I had tires. to get one fixed. I had two, but okay. I got and and when on my That's third one, on my third <laughs> one. When, I got a flat tire in front of a tire shop in the middle of nowhere at somebody's private home tire shop. I swear really? to God. You, you should have really full, weird guardian angel. You should stuff, have full man. mounted that antelope. I skull mounted it because. Oh come on! Oh no! I was dedicating it the season uh, to this little girl, and there was so all of my euros are going to go on the same board above. Oh, it. that'd be cool. So it'll be Coll- Colleen season. Euro mounted antelope looks sweet too. By oh the way. yeah, for they sure. They have a lot of grease, man. Do they really? Their skulls are greasy. No kidding. So I guess it's, I never it's hard to get them white white. Oh yeah, look brilliant. I just like. I've shot one antelope. I'm just obsessed with the way the mounts look, just the colors. And and I mounted my one was my first one ever. But I just wanted people to come in and be like, "Oh, you went to Africa?" People who don't know any different. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it blows my mind how many times that happens. Like, oh, what's that? It's a kudu. It's a kudu. <laughs> that that my friends is a gims buck. <laughs> yeah, it's a gims buck. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. So um, probably a record. Yeah, it's we'll a record. Bre- Eric's asked me about breakfast burritos. We'll do breakfast burritos tomorrow. De Leon's, Lincoln, Nebraska. Get her done. Uh, so the the team, are we, uh, yeah, back to, hard, back to the hard segue, right? Back to the podcast. Uh, the team, we our team had two teams on the Bowhunting team League Team WCB. Yeah. yeah, Team WCB had two teams on the Bowhunting yeah, League. Sorry, I forgot to add that in at the beginning. We kind of went right into it. Dana Pace right now has two days left. To shoot a 120-inch buck, and they win the whole thing. I think it's 130 now. I think it might have went up a little bit. We got to call shoots, him. Well, if he shoots a 120, I mean, don't you guys have a 120 somewhere he well, can shoot? I mean, but the hats, <laughs> hey, off, hats hey, off. Come to, on. We're not well, Democrats here. Hey. Hats, off to, hats off to him. What's well, mine is not yours, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Work for your own, right? Hats <laughs> off hands. to him because he held on to that longbow all season long, stuck to his guns, yeah. yep. and – could have killed multiple deer, I'm sure, a lot bigger than that, and stuck with the traditional equipment. Oh, no. So my hat off to him. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. For I'm sure. all about killing deer. Well, <laughs> hey, you're just, not on, you're just not on that level yet. I, uh, <laughs> just, now I feel <laughs> like, because I, I wanted to get a longbow too. I think Shad inspired a lot of people at last year's shoot because yeah. I was really right there, yeah. and then all of a sudden, because I was going to make mine, and then all of a sudden you're all – you're all longbowing it, and I'm like, well, if I get one now, everybody will just say I'm copying yeah. us, and so I'll make it a, a spear. I'm I, making I, a spear. I was the first <laughs> one to it. <laughs> one up. He's Shad, just setting a trend. There. Shad has inspired a lot of people through the podcast. Absolutely. And when we watched him there, uh, what, two years ago at the shoot over at Clark's family's farm? Yeah, yeah. Man, watching Shad drop that bomb on like 80 yards across the it, pond. It was a, yeah, 60-some yard shot. Oh, yeah, just, okay. a, just aced it over the water. It was beautiful. Just, it was I mean, beautiful like with tw- a compound. Yeah, just 12 ring this thing. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd went wild, let me tell you. He's an interesting dude. He's um, he's just passionate all around about like archery in general. Yep. He's kind of cool, man. Like he, If he's into something, he kind of pours everything into it. You can tell. He's yep. just, like from music to archery. He's a good dude to have around. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. But yeah, so Dana, we're pulling for you, buddy. You got two days left. Smoke that monster. By the time this airs, the, the fat lady. He will have it, already it will, killed it. Yeah, yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Sick. Like so that. congratulations, Sick. Dana, on killing your 145. <laughs> now we, you're talking. Uh, gr- congratulations on winning the bow hunting league. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Next year, uh, Ross didn't get in it this year. Stupid people who picked their teams and didn't choose wow. them. I didn't know it was a thing. I must have like missed the whole deal. I had a broken right? arm. I actually went back because I thought I talked to you, Clay, and I was like, I don't even think I got an invite on anything, anything like that. Well, I think I commented well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, shouldn't. but you got to be actually killing a deer. You can't just only kill two hundreds once every three years, which, by the <laughs> way, is amazing. Well, yeah, one of three <laughs> chances is yeah, pretty good. You've right. killed a two hundred inch deer once every five years for the past fifteen years. Maybe a little more try, you could kill one every four years. I should try harder. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like, quit yeah. letting the neighbors shoot them all. Try some scent control. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. stop letting the neighbors shoot them all and just get in there and kill them. Yeah, do we have a scent crusher sponsor? Get, like, we could figure some shit out. Yeah, oh. get, get some Skyline camo. Give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. 
How about a ghost we'll, blind? That'd Ross, be cool. We'll help you out. <laughs> we'll help you out. Yeah. It, we could get a hold of Matt Buzz, but see if you can get one of them like double shot crossbows. Dude, it'd be all over. Uh, yeah, a two a two bang. That'd be nice. <laughs> we could probably get you like we get you a spotlight on for a lover for likes. You could be like one of the guest hunks that comes in and mixes everything up in the women's hunting mm. camp. That'd be cool. You know, one of the yeah yeah. My wife would love that. <laughs> Just hunk it up. Yeah. <laughs> with your beard, you know. Yeah. When I made that sound earlier, I was like, mm. Mm. "That wasn't like me giving an aha moment. That was me thinking of Ross." Yeah, I knew. Mm. No, I knew that. I do that often. I find myself spacing out. Jeez, guys. Hey, let me get back. To, let me get back to something serious for a second. Yeah, what's uh, that whiskey tasting? Sponsor, happen, huh? sponsorship aside. Sponsorships aside, what was your favorite product that surprised you, or something really cool happened to you last year? Last season. With a new product. And, and, or, or just favorite product. I think I already know Austin's. Oh, mine's my longbow. Oh, it is. I thought you were going to say your growl. Well, I've had that for seven years. It's not really new. Right. It's been producing for years. So you're loving my, it. My new, my new favorite product is my bow. Yeah. Mine's boring. Not boring. It's not That's boring, okay. But it's not out of the, um, well, I guess kind of could be. I have two. And that's only because I've, like, utilized more of it into my hunting and i feel like it's really helped me a ton um my loophole binos because i don't go anywhere without them now in the woods even yeah. if i'm just going to walk for whatever they're on me good glass is absolutely 100 percent. that re- really has changed the game like you know i like i the scent crusher bags is one of my number one tools i just love that the convenience of it and how it applies but on my person all the time is the loophole binos and uh, which model the range for I have the Santium BX fives 10 by 42s and so mm-hmm. from a uh, uh, I don't want to say price point but from a uh, they're, they're, up they're, there. they're 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 high they're end the, glass they're probably yeah they're one of the more high end ones like yeah. like a vortex razor type I don't equivalent. know anything about vortex but okay. they're uh, it's they'd be they'd be up there about the same as that yeah that it's razor. it's like the I mean, they have BX one to BX five, and I don't know if it, how much higher it goes with ten by forty twos. But I'm it's a ten by forty two is a pretty badass. I love them. Being man. a guy yeah, who moved east from the east to the west, it was completely mind blowing. Yeah, understanding the difference between good glass and bad glass. The yep. new the the one that I'm gonna set up for my new bow coming this year is that new rangefinder they have that calculates how high your arrow is gonna arc. As far as far as when it comes to like getting a shot at a deer with a limb hanging over, with a limb or something that might not have been into your planned shooting lane, where you got a pocket over here, you can range the deer and it'll put a hash line on the peak arc of your show arrow. Show your safe spot. Show you your safe zone. Of, like so, and if it's I don't know thirty five yards and there's a branch a little above it, and my arrow's going to arc and hit that branch, I'll know about it. Right. So, uh, or hopefully, that's, know that's about awesome. It. Yeah. Another way to do that, if you don't have that type of uh, that that type of a, a fancy sight, if you're just you know do using a four pin or five pin or something, yeah. So if you're shooting at a deer that's forty yards away, mm-hmm. and you know that that branch is ten yards in front of you, whatever pin is covering that branch, if your ten yard pin is covering that, or one pin, you're going to hit it with a single pin guy. Yeah, they've got a three pin. Yeah, but isn't it a three pin mover? You can get one. You can get a three pin head, but. I like the single pin for sight picture. It's tough to go away from that single pin after you start shooting. If I get three it, or more pins and I'm shooting longer distance, it's just mud and blur. For it, me, it blocks but. on a lot of the uh, a lot of the field of vision. Yeah, and I like to see. I find it helps me make more accurate shots having one pin because norm. I don't. I live by my rangefinder. That's a fact. Well, so. it's 100%, a hundred percent. But in in the heat of the moment, what I've found is I, I absolutely hated hated to switch over to the single pin because I like those. I like to be able to gap those pins. And I can tell you, if I, I know I've I pre-ranged, and I know there's a there's my 35, there's my 46, you know there's yeah, but you're gonna range it anyway, and know where to gap, so I can't. But you if you don't sh- have time, and that deer's running through, and you got to make a quick shot, and yeah. you have a sing and you have a single pin, and you're set on 25, and he's at 46, and you don't have time to adjust. Yeah, the best thing you can do is shoot in the yard and set it at 25, and then. Hit it from all different well, ranges where, and know where to compensate. You know where your pin drops out of the single. You got to know your right. Kentucky windage. Yeah, you yeah. know where your pin drops out. I, so you walk back, w- leave your pin at twenty or leave it at twenty-five or yeah. whatever you figure out, and walk back 
and when it starts to fall out. And I've got a couple of buddies that don't even have a pin until 35 or 40. Yeah. Like right. they start their they start their tape at 40. They got deep tapes, bro. They got deep tapes, it's bro. It's all <laughs> mentally how you break it down in your head to make it work for whatever you're doing is really what it is. That's what's cool about it. And, and honestly, way to do it. it's just like sighting in a rifle. I mean, if you, you would rather zero at 200 than you would at 100 because you're four inches different from 100 yeah. to 200 yep. or three inches or whatever versus 200, you're one inch different if you right. come down. I'd rather aim high what was, by an what's inch. What's your product of choice that wowed you? Yeah, I was going to bring that back. So this year, my buddy got me talked into Rage Hypodermics, and I've been a slick trick, viper trick all day long, fixed broadhead. But I went to the Hypodermics this year, and I killed three three bucks with the Hypodermic, and it just exploded. Not me. this year. I'm sorry. Oh, you killed a muley. You killed a muley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's South Dakota and then two Illinois. So, um yeah, just split them open. I mean, it was like, like throwing an axe. axe. <laughs> it's like, like throwing John. an axe through an animal. we got to get that recovery footage. I know, dude. We'll, is, we'll get that up. That man. is nasty. Remember the old Chuck Adams throwing an axe? Dude, I've axe. never seen a tree painted so dude, good. You know, I mean, brutal. You know when a, Chuck Adams said that Peter just turned inside out? Oh, Those yeah. Those commercials well, that's were good. brutal <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody dumped a bucket of red paint or whatever the hell they said. I love know? it. It's like Every kill shot was just red explosions. Did you give your... Wild product? No, but you brought up a whole bunch of things. So Chuck <laughs> Adams. Yeah. Right? So my buddy always wanted to make Chuck Adams arm extenders to where there was a hand <laughs> with a piece of wood. So then the hands, like you put your sli- put it in your sleeve, and then when you held up the deer with it, you were another nine inches from the deer. Oh, I didn't And then it got that, that much bigger. I never noticed that he does that. Oh, <laughs> Chuck Adams? Like every freaking Cabela's thing you ever saw where he was holding this ginormous elk that looked like it was the size of a rhino. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, for, I, guess I never really like No shit. The mannequin hands got All right. Yeah, you I like that. We don't have anything going on with Rage, do we? No. Okay, good, because I'm going to shitbag him right after you. We're, that's him. fine. I'll my, give mine shit. sheared off. I tell you what. Well, let me, tell you, let me say this <laughs> first. We're not even in conversation with Rage, but we shoot a, out of our whole crew, we shoot, we shoot a variant of types of heads. Weird stuff. So a we're, rainbow. We're talking to several broadhead companies about potentially working together, because I think that'd be cool. Um, but it's a free agent right now, just for the record. Well, Rage ain't going to jump on it. I'm not just kidding. Well, we're not talking about no, Rage. No, I'm just kidding. They're, they're hard to get a hold of anyway. Well, it's fair nine. It's a big yeah. deal now. The, uh, my, my hypodermics sheared off. So Do I you get the China ones from they eBay? Probably came, yeah, I was That's what say. somebody tried to say. Stop buying them on eBay. I, I, is Cabela's eBay now? I, I just got one question. Did the deer die? Yes. Okay. Move on. Move on. So <laughs> shut up, Clay. <laughs> winner, winner, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Move my, on. Uh, my product is, is uh, happened to me in turkey season, and, and I was reaping turkeys for the first time ever, and I didn't understand that it was actually going to work. Yeah. And so that the, the ultimate predator decoy, when I put it on the front of my bow, and... I freaked out so bad and could have killed the turkey at two yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my mind told me, oh, my God. (laughs) He's going to attack me. Oh, my God. He's coming. You better shoot him. He's going to see you any second and run. It's just not true. Yeah. He was going to come and try and spur me. Right, Which which I'm not afraid of him trying to spur me. I have a. I have a bow. It's just it's, it's like there's like a <laughs> mental, kind of a little afraid. There's right. like a <laughs> mental block from letting that like get that close type of thing. Yeah. Well, it's just you you feel like they're going to run, and it takes a little bit to figure out that they're not going to run. Yeah. Because they think you're one of them. That's they're, why they're running at you. They're that dialed in. They're what do you just call it? At you. What do you call it? The titty shake when they're, the when old, they're yeah the old titty flop the titty flop when they're running at you <laughs> the jiggle. Yeah. yeah. That's when when I decap my bird last spring. I was like, Austin, it's hard. It's gonna be hard for me to let that bird come in this close. I got the decoy set at six yards, Mike. He's coming. Yeah, yeah it's like within the booth, you know? Yeah. It's like I'm going to have to shoot him six right feet. away. So just let him come all the way in. And then I did, and then he got sketchy a little bit. I think he heard me draw. Sometimes I'll catch him. Would you kill him at like 10 yards? Kill him at six? Like six, six yards. That's yeah, what I, mine was right. at six, and I let him get to seven because I wanted him on the other side of the decoy. Yeah. So he was at six, and then he walked back around. Who makes that Reaper decoy that you're using? Ultimate Predator decoys. It's yeah. a stalker decoy from Ultimate Predator. Danny Ferris. Uh, I think he bought the company last year, maybe 18 months ago. It looks fun. It's amazing. And uh, he, by the way, is a great guy. He used to write for Peterson's, helps lot, has helped lots of my friends. Used to, I think he guided for Fred Eichler for a while. And he is an awesome guy. 
a, just a fun guy to be around. A lot of fun. Yeah. I'd so, like to try that. It looks fun. That would be fun. Did you have your bow with you doing that? Yeah, it was all yeah, bow. Yeah, he's slinging arrows. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it just it fits on the front of your on the front oh, of your bow. Oh, right, 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 right. And it's got a fan and all that on it. Yeah, and and uh, I didn't have a blind either time. You're just there. Like all the videos you see where the guy's walking, he's pushing towards the Jakes. Right. This wasn't a Jake. It was a Longbeard, and the Longbeard was in my decoy set. Yeah. He thought that I was a strutting bird next to the my half-strut Jake that was getting ready to breed a hen. Right, right. And he went to mess up the, that other stuff. Speaking okay. of turkeys, I, I applied for my fifth season Henderson County. So Turkey Palooza, it's going on. Talking about Turkey Palooza, <laughs> so we just partnered up with The Grind, and they have a bunch of t- awesome turkey decoys. They have a few decoys I think we could probably make to attach on the front of a bow for doing something up close like that. I mean, I don't know. They don't make them for the front of the bow, but I'm sure we could rig it up. We should try something. Yeah. And set it up. Like, they have one of, like, the nesting hen decoys and stuff. We could set up, like, a spread. Yep. And try and figure something out. Or set it up, have somebody hold it, like, on the front of their bow, and have you off to the, like, at an angle with your long bow. Yeah. And see if you can whap one on I don't video. Know. It's going to be fun this spring. It'll definitely be, uh, be I think it's going to be trying. I've never tried to hunt birds with traditional equipment. I want to no go with kidding. you, man. And let I me think... ask you, Clay, did you, was that early season or mid-season or late for you? The second one was late. Uh, I, re- I had nine toms mid-season, reaped right up to them. The first week of season, I had one try and attack me, and then I had nine more birds come at me. Uh, like, it was all just crazy. Really? The whole season was good. The whole season, to start okay. to finish. Well, it seems like they seemed did, to be a They did catch on. Like, when you bullet, when you educate nine birds, yeah. you need to you find know, nine yeah, more birds. Yeah. Because, <laughs> right. It's not going to happen twice. Yeah, they Everybody saw the a fat guy come it. out from behind this little tiny flag, and <laughs> we're like, like what nope, just happened there? Not for me. <laughs> fat guy breathing for this heavy. guy. <laughs> so, hey, uh, Farmer John, Yo. grab some round bales, quite a, like, and, just, and on a place where you're going to put a blind, set two so that there's a 90 in there so that you can back into it with your decoy. Because the key on that is that there's multiple birds. You can't have birds off to the right and off to the left, and you can't control where they're at. You need them right in front of you. So if you have uh, a 90-degree corner made out of round bales, you just back right into it, into your perfect little alfalfa field. Or, or Now, that makes sense if you're going to cheat, but I want to go in the timber with them <laughs> and do it without any blind or do anything. Do it in the heart on some oaks. That what, that's not a blind. Well, it is. you're making a blind. Well, if you find a lone tom, it's on. <laughs> if you find a lone tom, I, I just, it's on. What, my goal is to run and gun with a bow. Like I don't want. That's have what any, I did last year. I don't want to have any. I don't want to have any blind or anything. Hey, I well, want to bring a saw with me and saw down a limb or two and kind of stick behind me and go yep. and run and gun them in the timber. That's that's you what run I want to do. I'll roll the round bale behind you. Yeah, just roll it and follow me. Right, and we'll just park it. <laughs> is there any way you can get a hold of the guy from the uh, antelope hunt with the hat and the? Like he, all the decoy stuff. Yeah, where the three full-body decoys. Just have him follow <laughs> oh, yeah. along behind. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm sure we could call him. Um, Travis probably has his number over here. Hey, remember the guy? Travis from Buckstrom is right next to us in the booth. Remember that guy we were antelope hunting with that had, like, the whole flock of full-mount antelope decoys? Like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> I think he could bring some turkeys with him. Yeah, has he got any full-mount turkeys he's willing to let us borrow? We just want him to carry him around. This guy, no joke. I think we talked about it on a podcast, had... Three full mount like taxidermy antelope decoys, a couple shoulder mounts. He's like hanging them off round bales and stuff. <laughs> he was rolling round bales out in this field. And he then, must have uh, been a stud. Like I wouldn't have messed with them too much. That's a lot. Of, that's know. a lot of effort. And then he didn't look very studly, man. <clears throat> yeah, Travis said he didn't. Yeah, Travis said he t- went through all that trouble, to get all out there, but didn't bring a ground blind. And I don't think he had an antelope come within 60 yards of him, but he watched us miss twice. Give him an A for effort, though. I yeah, mean, for damn. sure. He hey, he had the decoy part of it right. Hey, yeah, he had the decoy part of it. How right. many guys are coming to Turkey Palooza? Shit, I haven't added it up. It's going to be a party. Yeah, we're going to run out of turkey. Two-man teams, three-man teams. It's all about. I don't think like, you don't have to kill one, though. That's what's no. cool about turkey hunting. Yeah, yeah. I don't we, care about and it. And even guys that have tags might end up being camera guys or whatever. I mean, we'll just have to see how it plays out. But I think what I put in for a fifth season, Henderson, I want to go with you and film, at least film you with the longbow. I'm, a, I'm hoping to be tagged out by then. That's my goal. Oh, like okay. last year, be tagged out and then have – I'll be your camera bitch like I okay. was last year. That's well, the goal. let's do this. If you're tagged out by the time – Fifth season, Henderson's up for Turkey Palooza. Let's run and gun try and decap. That'd be fun. 
Not you be, can do it with no this blind. with this reaping decoy. Yep. Yeah. You can do it. Like it, it's wild how crazy close they they will come as close as you want them to be. Yeah. And if they've never seen one before on its private ground, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a choice. Well, let's those try birds that, that are out in the middle of a field and you never could sweet. do anything about, you can kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try it with the decap broadhead because if we can get them right in the mix. I'll well, just, we've got some we got some turkey footage going to be launching here before long okay, on the gotta, YouTube's. Uh, yeah, we got to get that cranked out. I got a goal for Turkey Palooza. We can start wrapping it up here. We're push, we're going into it here. Yep. I want to kill a turkey with a decap broadhead without the arrow even leaving, leaving the string. <laughs> that's okay. how close I want it. No, that's cocky. You got to mount it sideways. You got to mount it like a samurai Just sword on the end. Hit it to where like I get kicked back from the string because the arrow. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. But the turkey's dead. It's almost right. coming back at you. Right. It's like the kick from a gun. It just <laughs> right. kind of just, yeah. just kicks you back a little bit. You're I want like, to get hit shit. with a knock. My goal is to have two tags and then hit him with the double barrel crossbow. Bang, oh. bang. Man, no. That's a nice <laughs> too. Dude, Matt Buzz I, I just see you, freaking out somewhere. I just see you, like, twitch. When I, somebody posted that, and I was like, is oh. this real? And it really was real. And Kurt I just, just developed a tick. As soon as the engineers <laughs> drew up that blueprint, I, like, sat straight up out of bed, and I was like, no. And I no. was like, pain? Something sadness, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm over in Nebraska, and I can just feel, yeah. like, the force telling me something's wrong in You Illinois. hear me scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the uh, suffering. I feel. Yeah, they're taking all the all the like hunting is supposed to be hard, right? Yeah, and I almost got shot by a crossbow hunter this year on private land. Oh, I remember dad. that, and I don't need a double tap. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> Two would be rough. Man. Like, might be in your favor though. You might need a double tap. <laughs> it's like shoot me again. You hit me in the liver. You, you dumb son Just of a bitch. Fucking finish me. Get it over with. Yeah. The, the sad thing is, I was like eight yards, and I he either would have missed or hit me in the thigh. Right. And I would have done, like, the Ace Ventura, the, ah. <laughs> 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 the thing, like, the guy's going to hurry up and have to pull the other trigger before I pull the his broke-off Chinese rage out of my leg. And, <laughs> and Break the other blade that. off inside of him. <laughs> well, I'm shopping for a new broadhead right now. After what happened to me, I, I had just got off of uh, Swackers, and I went back to Rages, and I don't know what I'm going to do next year. In reality, what I really need to do to not have my blade shear off is don't shoot him in the shoulder blade. That's the best yeah. plan. Hey, I mean, don't shoot him in the shoulder blade. You know, when you hit him in the ribs, it just seems to open them up, and they bleed all over the ground. And like then they die within 100 yards, and you walk over to him, and you're all happy. Yeah, it's like that's an the idea with the rage. Yeah. Don't shoot him in the shoulder. Oh, exactly. No. But he died. I'm hey. going to focus on two holes. I'm doing, I'm doing three bows this year. I'm tired of it. Like, I'm full bow shopping right now. Okay. So the other day I bought an Expedition, and I bought an Elite, and I'm fixing to buy one of the last year's models of Matthews. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to set them all up for different things. You, you got an Elite Tempo, right? Right. Yeah. I shot that bow for a, a year bow. or two. That's a good, it's a really good bow. Yep. A lot, high brace height. Good, really good shooting it bow. It seems, I haven't got it set up yet, it seems like it's... This I'm not pumping. I'm not pumping Elite. I have no affiliation with Elite. It seems like it's a caged frickin' lion just standing there like a like a drag racer. When you draw it back, it feels like it just wants to rock, go. Yeah, just yeah. bang. It's it's a really heavy duty it, it feels aggressive, mm-hmm, you yeah. know. So I like that about it. I'm a little afraid that maybe I've been lazy for a while, you know, with other types of bows that I'll do a little creep, you know. and You won't have that with an elite. Yeah. You'll get no creep. They're good no. with that. It's all or nothing. A Hoyt, maybe. I hate Hoyt. <laughs> I grew up on Hoyt, so I can't I, I just on. I had a Hoyt guy treat me like crap, so I shitbag Hoyt every single chance. I, I always, <laughs> if I'm going to have one gripe about Hoyt, it's the backstop. feels always feels spongy, but I think it's because it's a cable stop. But I shot cable stop in my elite this past season and loved it. I shot one they in got a that pro shop one time. It yeah. felt like I was rubbing a pile of dog shit on my face. Like, yeah. <laughs> you oh, we all know that feeling. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I hated it. Like, like, I felt like I was licking white dog crap. Oh, yeah? I'll wow. be damned. Yeah. I'll be going to hell. I know that's terrible. <laughs> I'll be going to hell, huh? <laughs> we'll, I, uh, we'll I just can't do it. Well, I, I've liked every lead I've shot, and I tallied it up. I think I've had nine or ten of them. And I've... Uh, Back in the day, right when they first bought it, Yep. Well, the the guys that own, currently own it, they yep. first bought it, and it was like I don't know, 2010. 
at the Deer and Kurt Turkey Classic in Illinois, shot my first one, and I remember pulling it back, and nobody had string stops. Nobody had string stops back then. Yeah. Bang! And I hit that back wall, and I remember, like, my head almost exploding. <laughs> like, what just happened? Yeah. That's so, it was so. Pretty deep valley. It was yeah. so cool, and I think I was being a, a Matthews whore or something. Yeah, of I don't course. know. They all I didn't. Kidding. I didn't buy it. Everybody in Matthews uh, have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> got to say that now. I got to say, just kidding, because people don't get sarcastic. Obviously, we're kidding. Yeah. I, uh, I, Take it easy. <laughs> I know a lot. But of good I'm going to be shooting a lot of different bows this year, so I'm going to get uh, you know some yeah d- uh, diversity in my in my. I won't just be talking about one thing. I'll have some more experience. I've been right. a PSE guy for a long time, and that carbon air is easily the absolute worst bow I've ever owned in my life. <laughs> yeah, I remember that came out of the ATA show, and uh, it was interesting. PSE it's carbon it's air? terrible. But yeah, it, it cracked. Yeah. So just well, they I, are the gleaner of bows. So they had, <laughs> No, you can't say that. They're the, not. the X-Force, the, the original not. X-Force was the finest bow ever made. The, just saying. What, I, who's the gleaner? Diamond. Yeah, but it, but it might just be a certain model of a bow brand. You can't. Bear, all right, fine. You can't bear. love a whole bow brand. And do, no, bow, Bear makes some great bows. For kids. Yeah, they make some good <laughs> sorry, bows. Sorry, I got real hateful bows. there. I'm I would sorry. say like the old like PSE Stingers would be like the Okay, My okay. dad had like a Nova 4. Okay, like that, yeah. something like that would be like that like model. A Farm you know? King special. That's the Gleaner series. You're right, man. I went, I went hard into the paint there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, PSE in general is not the rule. gleaner. It's just a couple of different models. Yeah, they have gleaner models. Right. Right. Like, right. But maybe everybody. I think everybody's does. got gleaner models. You got to because you got to have an economy package. Yeah. You got to have the gleaner and then you got to have, I'm not going to say the deer. You got to have, gotta the, have, a new you gotta have the red paint up on top. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we checking losses here? Is it a rotor or a cylinder? You know, sits in there sideways on a cleaner. All I know is you can change it in five minutes. Oh, yeah. At the end of each row. Do a pass, change your rotor. So the, what I like uh, to we're going to have to shut this down, it looks like. Yeah, we're, get, we're, get, we're running late. Yep. All right. Nebraska well, show. If you're not here this year, come out next year and get here. All right. Go shoot your bow. We love you.